we would like to give a shout out to our sponsors, Schultz Electric LLC, serving all your electronic needs. Whether it be residential or commercial, no job is too big or too small. They are licensed and insured. You can contact them on Facebook at Schultz Electric LLC. While you're there, give them a like or by email at jschultzelectric at gmail.com or by phone 859-991-3176. Mention this podcast and get 10% off your next installation. Estimates are always free. Precision Air Heating and Cooling, veteran-owned and operated. Here at Precision, we care, and we're not comfortable until you are. We service all makes and models and offer free estimates. Mention this podcast and receive 10% off of cleaning, upfront pricing, no hidden fees. Please contact us with any heating or cooling needs, 859-493-0250. And now, on to the show. Welcome, everyone, to a sit-down with Tony Pompilio and Matt Buford. Today is Wednesday, February 17th. We kind of had one or two guests lined up tonight and um, due to work and and a couple other things, kind of got pushed back. So who do we call on? (laughs) Kelly Sue. There she is. She's busy on her phone right now, but she's going to check in in a minute. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we had a guest lined up. You know, things happen, work and, and snow and ice and, and all that stuff. And uh, just kind of got pushed back. And then we had another fella who we reached out to, and he had to announce some basketball games tonight. So Matt, Matt and I had this plan to come over because uh, I was available. My game got canceled because of COVID. And, um, and as always, it's always about Tony. It's always about Tony. And, and apparently I'm the third choice. Third wheel. Hey, remember the MTV show Third Wheel? Actually, I'm probably like the five, six, seven. <laughs> you probably went down a whole list of names. And Nah, I did. Uh, I, I told Matt, like Dad always used to say, for all my gambling friends out there. Yeah. <laughs> I know hey, where he's going. Hey, you always got Hawaii, baby, at 1159. So for those of you who don't, don't know what that means, my dad gambled his whole life. And, and I don't mean that in a positive or bragging way. There were some good times and there were some bad times with it. But let's just say if you're 0 for 5 on the day and uh, you're struggling, you got Hawaii kicking off at 11.59. Go for the gusto with the rainbows. <laughs> we're going to double up or, or yeah, we're going to be double down or we're going to break even. And uh, that's what happened when I called Matt. I was like, hey, coach, we got Hawaii right here in the house. Is that supposed to make me feel better? <laughs> I said, we got Hawaii right here. And I was like, 11.59, baby, let's go. Uh, for those of you that don't understand that, they always kick off when they're at home around 11.59 because if it's past midnight, obviously it will be Sunday. So that's why the rainbows kick off at 11.59. And if you're having a struggle bus on the uh, betting end, you always got Hawaii at home. Go with the bows. That's right. So now, so uh wanted to bring Kelly on. Um, like I'd said the other day, I had a couple topics I want to talk about. And I had a couple that I didn't because um, I just felt it'd be better if you have one or two people to give you some feedback with it. Whereas if I just sat here and talked about it, I can tell you what I'm thinking, but I'm not getting any data back. So you got anything, Matty Ice, before I go into this here to jump right in? Nah, it was great to hear you get your feelings out on uh, Monday there. Oh, thank you. And um, it was cool. It was, uh, 
there was a person reached out about it, you know, and, and like I said, if it helps anybody and this person, uh, I consider a good friend and, um, he's in a similar situation to where, uh, you know, he lost his dad. And, and like I said, uh, you know, if it helps somebody good, man, you know, if not hit the, hit the next button, roll on, you ain't got to listen to it. Um, but with that being said, uh, one other thing I have, well, you have anything Kel, before we get rolling here? Nope. All right. So, um, this topic I want to bring up, I want everybody to know right off the bat, ain't nothing to do with black and ain't nothing to do with white. So if you're going to think that way, again, just I'd rather you just uh, delete the podcast, to be honest, because there's nothing to do with black and white. It's just there's things because if you all see my Facebook anytime that I'm proud or, or if I do something well, I use the word fortunate. Because that's just the way I grew up. Um, I, I just consider myself fortunate. Some people say blessed. Some people say privileged. Some people say lucky. And I think they all kind of go together. But my, my big thing, and I say this, um, again, this isn't a race thing. This isn't a political thing. Uh, but I think it's just us as people. We tend to use the word privileged as if we're kind of saying something backhanded to somebody. Well, you're privileged. Well, yeah, why wouldn't you do that? That's why you got to do that. Whereas me and I think other people like me say, man, good for you. You're fortunate. Good job, man, that you had the opportunity to do that. Does that make sense, Matt? Yeah, I think so. I'd like to hear you expand on it a little bit more, but yes. <laughs> All right. Kel, you got anything for I expand or you want to wait till I expand? You expand first. First of all, why are you talking like this is some 900 number? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, she, she'll get there. She's, yeah. she's just not comfortable yet. Yeah, it takes I, about I, 15 minutes what we've learned. I mean, I mean, she's only been on 37 news stations all across the state and traveled the Midwest and, and, and is the poster. But Duke's going nuts. And is the poster Smartest child, dog ever. Yeah, smartest dog ever. And you know how much Hashtag anxiety Jason I have every time I'm on those. Yeah. So, so yeah, so he, he, here's what's in my head. And, and again, for those of you to think I'm selfish, that's fine. But I'm just being honest with you. So where I beat myself up. Hold on tight. We're going in Palm's head. <laughs> so, yeah, that episode the other day, now you just want to get some feedback. But it's still the same thought process. Um, is, like, I consider myself fortunate and privileged. And that sounds like a generic answer because we were kind of talking about this before we started. Again, you know, just having um, some mishaps with the guests and scheduling and, and things pop up, as you could imagine. Kelly was like, well, I don't know. And that's and that was where I said, I'm like, well, I, I think that's it. Like, I want you to give why do I think it's this way or that way, if not both? And why do you not think it's one way or the other? So I feel in my situation, I'm fortunate that I am where I am because I feel I worked hard to get to where we are when I see we talking about me, Kelly and the family, but also feel I'm privileged because along the way it sucked ass, but I grabbed a hold on to certain people. And I don't mean certain people like I don't want to name drop. It's just throughout my whole life. There's people that I followed or listened to more than others. And that's where I feel I was privileged because if I didn't have those options of that good road and not the bad road there, am I where I'm at? But yet, I counter that by saying, hey, man, I grew up in the West and in Newport on welfare. There ain't no privilege about that. Like, I sucked. Right. You know, Dan never worked a day in his life. He gambled. Like I said, there was times, great, he had 10, 12 grand in his suits in the closet and shit. 
underneath the mattress. But there's also times where you wake up and you you got three blankets on because electric got shut off. So I don't look at it as a privileged situation on that end. I look at it as I'm fortunate to get out of that. That's it? Y'all just going to sit there and nod? Stop <laughs> <Stop> thinking. <laughs> it's deep. Uh, yeah. There he goes. <laughs> we'll, let him, we'll let him think about that for a minute. Getting getting deep. Um, well, it's, it's honest, so, though. I think it doesn't it doesn't matter unless you're extremely privileged, and I use the word privileged in the sense of you come from money. Or like those you hedge come fund from, kids or right, something like that. And, right. and you're pretty much set up from the time you come out of the whim, right? If you're not in that situation, I think at the end of the day, 90% of life is hard. Right. That's just a fact. It's just hard, and you have to work for what you have, but relationships are key to life, and you have to build many, many relationships in order for something that I talked about before when we had Matt Young on when he was talking about where he's gone with his officiating career. There's hard work. There's timing. And there's luck. Right. And and all those things weigh into things, you know, and, and that's just kind of the way I look at it a little bit. Well, and to add on to you, that's why I always say everything, well, everything you just said, timing and luck, and that's where I go back to the stupid analogy, just do the right thing, right? Because if you're doing what you're supposed to all the time, when that, where do they say, opportunity door opens or it's there, the opportunity's there. Sorry. When a door, when a door opens, the opportunity's there. Sorry, I'll get it out. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like, now, if you're these people every other day, you, you don't have a routine or you don't have a plan, and you're on your off day and that opportunity's there and you miss it, eh, it's kind of on you. Right. right. Yeah. 90% of life's hard. Yeah. It well, just is. And, and, well, go ahead. Kel, you got anything? I think our society has brought privilege to a different level. And what I mean by that is I think our society has labeled privilege as being, I'll just say it, a white male. Like you are privileged because you're a white male and you get X, Y, and Z because you're a white male. But I think, I don't think that's it at all. I think like exactly what Matt said, I think when you're born and raised rich, wealthy, and didn't really have to work for that, I think that classifies you as that privilege category. And I'm using my quotes. Um, or I think, you know, it's just something you work for in life and it's the way you're brought up and what you make of your own life. Right. No, I agree. And, and that's why I'm so hard. Um, and again, I'm going to transfer this over here to the uh, to, to my coaching in, in any sport I've ever coached. Um, and again, this is probably a whole other episode because eventually I would like to have Charlie Smith and Parton and, and the boys on and, and talk about, you know, football and all that. But like with me missing that kick, you know, for those of you who don't know, long story short, I missed the kick in the playoffs in overtime and we lost. And I, if I don't add this, I ain't being pomp. But people tend to forget I caught the two-point conversion with like 27 seconds left to send it to overtime or whatever the hell the time was. Not that that matters, but, you know. But my point is with that, like I take into my coaching and why I think some people don't understand and kind of what we're talking about here, whether it's privilege or opportunity or, or – uh, 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 fortunate, however you want to use it, is that because I've been, I've played, I've been there, done that, right? What we'll, we'll do always say experience. So I've played baseball and basketball and football, and I failed a lot, and that's why I think I'm hard on Morgan and Zach, and I think that's why I'm hard as a coach because I've been there and I failed, and it's not 
that I care that you failed. I just care how do you react when you failed. Right. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. So, and uh, that's where, um, that's why I think a lot of that comes from, I guess, of um, Duke, you're about to go upstairs, man. You're, you're making us look bad. Jason's going to be talking about you. Yep. Um, Not very smart. Kel, you might want to take him up. <laughs> she looks so comfortable, too. I know, man. She She's got, got the blanket, blanket on. She got a blanket on, a heated blanket. and Headphones while are you, gone. While you're up there, get yourself something to drink. Um, so, uh, no, but what I was saying was going back to, um, I think. Um, I didn't really know the kick story. Oh, you didn't know that? No. Oh, that's a whole show, coach. All right. Yeah. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe. Yeah. Rachel's got a double. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got to deal with that. Hey, I, I got a game about a mile from the house. So, Fair your call, enough. your call. Um, so, uh, so I, I think I just take that into my coaching and, and kind of my uh, philosophy in life because I've always been a big believer and I've always spoke about this. Is um, you know, uh, how much of an impact sports has on my life. You know, I say that growing up and being around the softball field with dad. And, and his teams, and obviously playing baseball and football and basketball myself, um, it's just the whole fail and get back up deal. Right. Is uh, as corny as it sounds, um, I think it's just it's it's hard, man. And 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 I think that's why that's a lot of my personality <coughs> is that um that I failed before and I know what it takes and it sucks, but if you don't brush it off and move on, you're in trouble. And I think goes back to life. You know, I, I know we're getting off sidetrack here. Duke was barking and Kelly left and Jason Schuster was calling and all that. It's just, <laughs> it's just madness right now. But, um, but I think this, uh, yeah, I, I think that's why it's a lot of my personality. And again, part of this podcast, when we started it, I said, when I say 70%, cause I know a lot of people and 30% is me selfish. It's kind of my therapy. And I guess <laughs> just to sum it up, I, I think not, not, not sum it up, but I guess that on my little rant there, I think it's just all relevant because I think if you're just one of them people um, and again, this is thinking with the coaching world here because I know I jump around. I expect y'all to think what I'm thinking, but like these people that just pat their kids on the back, they're what more than not, they're in a pretty good situation, right? Right. They're probably have mom and dad together, probably grew up decent life. They're happily married, probably have decent amount of money, good cars and all that because everything's okay. But you look at these stud athletes, and again, I say this respectfully, there's a reason why Brian Kelly, his first few years at Notre Dame, when they got really good, he had the most guys ever kicked off that team his first few years. Why? Because he's getting these really good athletes who's from the projects, right. who grew up with, like Bobby Bowden said back in the day, I'm your daddy now, because most, most of my players didn't have daddies. You know, and it wasn't a coincidence that all, I got, and I promise you, you can look it up. His first few years, he had most guys kicked off the team or suspended, something like that. And all of a sudden, they were top five in the country. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, granted, Alabama took them to the woodshed, but still. Right. But, like, that's part of it. So, my point is, you know, these these kids that, and again, this isn't a negative thing, but my personality, I grew up kind of rough and kind of, I don't want to say I had to fight for everything. Like, you know, I'm, like, dodging bullets in Compton or something. But, like, growing up, like, it was just rougher. And that's the line, and I don't want to jump around here, but even when Kelly and I first got together, so, you know, we our families knew each other, but different households. You know, dad's a cop, mom works at the bank, they're well off, everything's good. You know, 
First off, Kelly's dad thought she was dating my uncle Tony, whose nickname's Convict. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if that tells you anything, well. yeah. So if that, and for those of you that don't know, Kelly's two years older than me. So she goes home. She's, you know, typically, my, my opinion, females date older guys. Typically, it ain't, it ain't the guy eating, dating the older girl, which times have changed. But back then, Kelly was robbing the cradle. Oh, she's rocking it, man. It's you. She told all of her friends, "This guy, this guy's young. She's, she's 19. a cougar, right? I can get in bars. He can't." Um, so, so, uh, yeah, the story with that is she came home. Uh, you want to tell it? Cause you always say, I don't give you enough airtime. You want it or not? Go ahead. Oh, she don't want this one. So story is, um, so Kelly's older sister, well, obviously Kelly's sister who is older, she only has one, but, um, my uncle Tony's older. So they all thought it was him. Like I mentioned earlier, whose nickname was convict, <laughs> like, cause he was always in trouble. So as you could imagine, when I mentioned about her, our households being different. My uncle lived with us. So later on, I then found out when Kelly's, I don't know if it was her mom or dad, thought that she was dating my uncle, whose nickname was Convict, and me. And that's what I always tell people. There's there's four Tony Pompilios. One's passed. It was my grandpa. There's my uncle Tony, who's named Convict. And there's myself. And there's Tony's son, AJ. Um, but, yeah, so it's just uh, funny. I that also I, got yelled at by a local judge. Because he thought I was dating convict, convict, or he thought I married. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we, we got married. Go ahead. No. Um, it was Judge Folger, Mickey Folger. Name drop. No, he he knows. He was a great judge. Is he retired? Yes. All right, he's good. <laughs> My problem. <laughs> he good. No, so in the courtroom in family court, you're allowed police officers, social workers, any type of community partner professionals, and then usually a family, whatever family is being discussed. And all the attorneys. And so I submitted my court report. And, oh, I can't. There. You had. Um, So I submitted my court report, and it was, I signed Kelly Pompilio, and he was really confused by that because, you know, I'd just gotten married the week before and previously was long, and so he was not used to seeing Pompilio, and he thought he had a new social worker. And I said, no, Your Honor, I said, I was, you know, I got married last week, and he said, oh, who'd you marry? And I said, Tony Pompilio, and he slammed his hand on the desk, and he was like, are you serious? <laughs> and that's why I don't come on here. <laughs> Goodbye. No, that was a good one. What are you talking about? Where, where are you going? No, you goofball were laughing because it was me. <laughs> yeah, not, really, yeah, he yeah. thought it was my yeah. Uncle Tony. See, look, y'all wonder why <laughs> me and Kelly argue, and, and we had them 20-minute arguments. She thought that was about her. Yeah. Obviously, he it was about. He thought it was my uncle. That's her problem. See, look, and hey, y'all think it's pomp all the time. It is hey, always ninety percent of the time. It is, but not that ten percent. <laughs> Ninety five. So anyway, back to what we. So were, anyways, uh, I thought you were done. I'm sorry. Good. He thought it was the convict that he has in his courtroom all the time, and it was not. Yeah. So that's what. Back to my point of us growing up in different households. I was talking about with Morgan and Zach, you know, even before we had kids. And I say this as a compliment, like her family obviously is great, you know, just amazing. And they're probably just as much of a part. I'm sorry. They're as much of the change in my life as my family is without a shadow of a doubt. Um, but like before we had kids, you know, to me, it ain't normal. Every birthday, you know, everybody's getting goodie bags, you know, <laughs> shit. Back then you got your little huggy and, and that little quarterback of Funyuns and that was it. You know, and, and maybe a piece of cake ice cream if you were lucky if it was at the park it probably melted but uh 
But anyway, so that's why, like, when we had these kids, we bumped heads early because I'm old school. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm saying like beat our kids or nothing, but like Kelly's is more of the you sit down right now, and I'm like hand raised like a beaten dog. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I say that jokingly, but it, it was different, and, and we still disagree on certain things like that sometimes. And obviously, Morgan being 12 and Zach being 10, now the easy thing is just to th- threaten them with their phones or iPads, and it's a wrap. Sit. So it's the, like the, taking the, crack from a crackhead. Yeah, I was going to say this. So, no. <laughs> right. Please. Yeah, like Ashley Larry itching. So, so no, I guess that's the equivalent of like an ass whooping back then or losing your phone now. Like it's, it's the same. You're going to hurt. You're going to cry. <laughs> right. You're going to go up to your bed and cry yourself to sleep until it's dinner time. Right. But anyway, so yeah, so it's, um, but yeah, it's, I don't know, man. Like I said, that fortunate and uh, um, privileged thing. I, 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 and maybe I just beat myself up. I'll make it something that it's not. I guess, like I said, because in society, to use one of Kelly's words, we just hear it more, you know, with social media and with the race going on the last five, ten years. You know, when you hear privileged, you, you kind of think it's a negative thing towards black people. And when you hear fortunate, it's somebody made it out, right? At least that's my opinion. Um, but yeah, and, and, and it's sad because that's the way we look at it, you know, not by the true definition itself. And just so y'all know, Matt and I did uh, look up them definitions before we started. Cause I was going to say, man, we better look these up. Some dummies <laughs> going to be like, y'all dumbasses don't even know what fortunate and privileged is. Um, but yeah, so I don't know, man, it, it's tough. And, and I think it's tough when, um, well, if you don't care, Matt, you want to, tell your story and again we can edit this out we can pause for a couple seconds if not but where you talked about emma was watching something and then she heard something and she was yeah, like well, that's so, weird and i love dave Chappelle. i think he's great he's awesome i love stand-up comedians all across jokes the board jokes. jokes are jokes but he was on saturday night live not too long ago and um you know he was being Chappelle. you know he was doing his thing and you know doing the the white joke thing and Emma was watching it in bad, bad parenting moments. Saturday Night Live's on at midnight, whatever. But uh, she was like, Dad, that's racist. I didn't really know how to answer it. Right. I'm like. Yeah, yeah that's just where we're at. Like, what do you say? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I, don't, I don't know the answer to it, but, you know, if, if, if I said that the other way, then yes, it would be. But because he's saying it, because of what, what you know, what we've done well, in the past, it's. Yeah. It's okay. It's forgiven. Well, and like you said, I, I definitely don't want to get into the past because that's not any of our problem. We're coming out of it. I think we're much better now. Oh, but it is. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we're much better now than we were 40 years ago. Um, but with that being said is that uh, I think coming out of there is going back to, like you said, you, we wonder why some of these kids are messed up. So let's say Chappelle, because he's money. We all love Chappelle. He's, he's money. He's a genius. So here he is. He he's can, a genius. He, he can make a white joke, and Emma's like, oh, my God. And granted, Emma don't know this yet, but Emma would really shit her pants if she saw his skit where he plays the black blonde guy who's in the KKK. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. That's okay. But And I think to sum all this up, going back to the privilege or um, uh, fortunate, like I always say, COVID, religion, it's all about convenience, man. You know, some people's going to look at Chappelle. Ha ha, it's funny on this end, but on the other end, man, that shit ain't funny. Right. You know, um, and again, it's not just Chappelle. We just say Chappelle because it's understood. Everybody, you know, he's the one who can get away with, like Bernie Mac, you know, and, and there's very few of them. And again, I say this, and I'm trying to get even a George Carlin or 
um, I don't know, I'm trying to think of another white you know, comedian so that way it's all balanced here, but there's just certain people that can get away with it and people laugh. But if one person who's not in that click or group says it, it's racist. Right. And that's tough. And again, I use the word racist not in the black and white sense, but in terms of back to the fortunate and um, privilege. And, you know, it's just everything, everybody uses those words to their advantage and they shit on them when it's not to their advantage. So what really do definitions mean? Whatever you want them to mean. Right. That's it. Right. Right. Now you're right. They mean what you want them to mean. I mean, at the end of the day. That's with anything. Yeah. So that's that. Anything else on that before we roll on? Where are we going? I don't know where you want to go. <laughs> um, I would kind of have a question for you back what? on on your on your rant. What uh, going down? You know where where you were, where you grew up, and I certainly didn't grow up in the best situations either. But you know, do you when you grow up like that? Do you do you want to get out? Is that kind of a is that is is well, it a goal? Well, again, I think this goes back to the privilege part of it. I was fortunate, and again, hey, that's not bad. I've been doing pretty good. Twenty-five minutes, and again, I probably hit one or two, but I've been doing pretty good. I didn't even notice. There you go. I don't know the answer. I'm self-aware. <laughs> now it's coming. So, to answer your question, this is the privilege part. To where I mentioned earlier, I think I'm both. Um, the privilege part is for those of you who know Newport Middle School. And if dad was alive, you know, we patch people. We're not calling him right now. The year they went to a world tournament, there was eight Lincoln Town cars on 8th and Columbia. Or in between, you know, 8th and 9th and Columbia. Because that's where everybody met. Everybody picked up the rental cars that came there. And, you know, we all went to wherever the world was that year. Um, So, again, here I am. Grew up on welfare. Mom dad had one car. If it ran, you know, we I think I know they had their... Caprice a Classic, and they had a Fiat. and Everybody had a Caprice right, Classic. Right, 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 right. Having tough times. Exactly, yeah. So, but my point is, though, why would I ever think I'd be in an all-white, black leather Lincoln Town Car? You know? So, th- that, and what I, mean, what I mean by that is branching off to the players that I was around. And here's where my privilege comes in. About, um, you know, Tony Salamone. I don't know what his name drop him. Scotty Hunt. I mean, I don't want to even start naming people. Bruce Martin, Dave Martin, all these people. Relationships. Yeah, relationships. Right. So here I am around these people. Even though people. you're eight or nine. Right. Well, and again, I, this is for all the old softball guys out there, you guys that know Scotty Hines. And respectfully, I don't know if they're still together or even if they were together. I was probably 10. But I'll never forget when we went to his house. I want to stay. His wife was like a stockbroker or, or something. It was some sick house. They had basketball, tennis courts. You know, they had, that was the first um, when you walk down what would be now considered like a man cave, saltwater fish tank. I never seen that shit before, <laughs> right. you know. But again, if it wasn't through dad's softball, and it, I think they just had to get together at his house. I didn't the pool. I didn't experience that shit, you know. I'm used to going down to Sixth Street Park, you know, and jumping in the pool, right. you know, or the vets where Kelly was working trying to pick up on me when I was a sophomore. Um, but uh, but no, I roll. That's <laughs> not true. But um, but no, I I, I think um. When you, or at least for me, when I experienced that, and again, go back to dad's softball, all the traveling. I think if I haven't said it on the show before, I probably have the most Mondays missed of any kid ever in Newport history because they were out of town every weekend and we get back late Sunday. I didn't go to school. You know, it was just understood I wasn't right. going to be there that Monday. Um, and 
that and with that, the experiences of traveling and experiencing the the Midwest, if you will. Um, I didn't get to do that if it wasn't for softball, in which, and again, I'm not avoiding your, I'm going to come back to your question, but is why I get so emotional and deep with our softball team. Like I said on the last episode, like, that's our life right now is softball. I mean, we do soccer and, and you know, whatever, but, like, softball is ten and a half months out of the year. It'll take you over. Right, right. So, and that's where I think I'm so passionate. Not only am I passionate because of, of my character and a coach, and I kind of think I know my shit, but my kids are experiencing what I experienced, but in a healthier relationship in life. Right. Does that make sense? Yep. Like, it wasn't like they were the outcast, if you will. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so to your point, that made me want to get out because, you know, at the end of the day, when I would leave these nice places, I'm going back to 8th and Columbia, you know. Guys, hush. Mark it. Be quiet. 29 even. Yeah, 29. Uh, we're going to edit that. But um, so I, I think that's where the privilege and fortunate that's why I explain it that way because I've been there to where I am. I, I know when I walk into a room that I'm the minority, if you will. Like, I ain't, I, I've never owned a pair of Jordans in my life, still haven't. I have, you know, whatever. You know, whatever these other kids don't have. You know, when everybody was getting either the Jordans or the, the uh, Converse React Juice and shit, you know, I didn't have all that. I had the generic ones. Right. I, if you remember, Spalding came out. Remember when the pump Spalding came out with the Kmart brand, the Spalding pumps. I had them. I eventually got the Reebok pumps. What Martin Lawrence saying? We had we had Sykes instead of Sykes. Nikes. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, but I um, but no, I do. I I think having and I consider it the best of both worlds. I really do, because I think, like you said earlier, it's easy if you're born into it and everything's great. Oh, 16, happy birthday. Here's a here's a Honda Accord. Happy right. birthday. Not, and again, I say this being very fortunate when I graduated, my mom and dad, and I still to this day don't know how they did it. Maybe maybe dad had a few good weeks, I guess. Some rainbows, <laughs> right, coach. Yeah, yeah, Hawaii, that nightcap got him. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, I graduated and they got me a 96 Ford Ranger. Like, to me, it was a 2002 Ford Ranger. Right. You know, wasn't even out yet to me. Um, but that's the hard thing, I think, where I struggle with Morgan and Zach and kind of sometimes where Kelly and I struggle, not struggle, like, like counseling, like, like Zach, Zach's, Zach's Kelly got them damn, um, uh, ear pods, iPods, whatever the hell they are. AirPods. AirPods. Yeah. I'll get it. Yeah, AirPods. Washed them. Right. His dumb ass washed them. I'm like, it's a wrap. Good. He's done. <laughs> and ask him how many times he has washed or I have washed chapsticks. It's the same Chapsticks, concept. Chapsticks, 99 cents. It's right. the same concept. <laughs> yeah. Same concept, 250 or 89 cents. Except for Chapstick. Zach is 10, Again, leaving I, stuff but, in a but, pants pocket. I said this last time with the mamas and their boys. No. And hold on. See, look, she says he's 10. And again, I'm, I'm. this happened, but I'm not making it up when I was 10. You know what happened when I was 10? I came out with a blanket on. Mom, dad, it's cold. We're going to. No energy shut off, right? But no, but that's my point though. The lesson's the same. Like it's it, it's failure. It sucks. You're in a bad situation. Whereas Zach washed his. Hey, first of all, he knew he was getting another pair. He ain't stupid. He knew he was gonna get one eventually. <laughs> We're in the bubble. Yeah, in the bubble. Yeah, hey, he, he probably got an alert from Amazon. Said they're on the way. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, no, it, it was, um, like I said, man, I, 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 I've always said this even hell before I even met you. I'm like, I, I would never in my life. I mean, there's, we all fucked up doing things we shouldn't have done, but the way I grew up and where I grew up, I would never change it. It's, it's that's part of you. It's your character, right? Yeah. I mean, I think anyone most likely feels that way. Right. But I guess I asked the question because um, from a little bit of experience from what I see, the reason why it's so hard to come out of the situations that you're talking about where you lived in is that family members literally don't want to see you outdo them. Right. And that's hard and that's tough, you know, to overcome that. And so, you know, to, to do that is, it's something. Right. You know? Well, well, thank you. But and now again, I'm not talking about you. I'm just oh. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say my bad. We can edit that out too. But, um, but no, but, but let's, uh, let's take this back now. Like I said, man, we weren't like eating butter bread. To no, survive. I get it. I get right. it. No, I know what you're but saying. I'm but just it's, saying it's, it's, it. Hey, right, right, right. hey, listen, hey, Tony thinks he thinks he's better than us. You know, he, right, he, he's right. moved on or, right, right, you know, right. so-and-so thinks they're better than us. They moved on. They're up here. They're doing this with this, oh. you know, et cetera. And, you know, those are experiences that I've, that I've seen, you know, through friends and, you know, other, other things, but right. yeah, for sure. Oh so. no. When we first found out we were pregnant, this was before. So this is my 13th year doing high school basketball. So literally dead on. Uh, I was doing middle school. I would do all of Newport Middle School's home games, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, and I found out we were pregnant, and everybody's, let me guess, they're going up on the hill. They're going, they're going to Newcastle. They're going to Newcastle. Why? Be, 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 because cause I, I got a wife, and, and I live in South Newport now, not the west end of Newport, because I own a house. Is that why? Right. You know. And again, Kelly and I had this conversation. First off, she went to Newport up through what middle school is fifth, sixth grade. Her mom and dad went to Newport. Her whole family went to Newport. You know, my whole family besides my dad went to Newport, and he went to Newport Catholic. So it wasn't like like my heart and dream was to have my kids go to Newport. You know, so it's not that right. at all. Um, it's just again, like you had said, it's not for. I always said Newport and Holmes ain't for everybody. It's just not. And I shouldn't say Newport Holmes. Newport and Covington. Um, you know, and, and anybody that's came out of there, I, I would hope to think, and again, I say this as a compliment to Newport and Holmes, it, even though it's people look down on Newport and, and Holmes and Covington, I think the people that come out of there probably have more pride than, you know, most. Does that make 100%. sense? 100%. And a funny story. Um, so, you know, working in the corporate business world, uh, one of the customers that I have, um, which works at a pretty prestigious private school over in Cincinnati. It's like one of the first meetings I ever had. And we were upside down, way over budget. And <laughs> she's like, well, you're either stupid or unethical. And I was like, <laughs> she's like, maybe it's just a Newport in me. And I was like, okay, I got it. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. All right, we're aligned. <laughs> right. I got you. Right, you put it together. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> As, you know, from there until the day that she retired, it was like, you know, we went out to lunch and she retired. And I was like, you remember that day you called me stupid or unethical? And then you said you were from Newport. And she was like, yeah. I was like, I totally understood right. where where that was coming from at that point. Right. And, and she just laughed and, you know, she was, you know, rubbed me on the back or whatever. And she's a sweet lady. But my point is, is that, you know, listen to even like you and Nick Rice uh, talk about what you guys were talking about when he came on. Y'all are proud of your city. No matter come out go you know stay in still there it's something 
right. you know? Well, and, and I think to your point, that's what bothers me is sometimes when people, um, I guess credit shit on it. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's shit, shit on it. But even me, like individually, I'm like, look, man, first off, if, if, if I had a, I shouldn't say if I had a choice, but in a perfect world, I, I would love to still be down there. Um, but on the flip side, I also say the things that I experienced, and here's where I, probably the, uh, um, what's the word here? Here's probably where, like, when the compliments come in to me, um, that's where I think, like, well, no, nah, not everybody probably could have handled that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I say that because I made it through there. And I hate to say this because, again, I'm not, I don't want to make it like I'm some, again, minority coming out of some crazy situation. But what do they always say? Don't become a statistic. You know, and, and that's the one thing, again, whether some people like it or not, there's a bunch of positive that come out of Covington and Newport. But a lot of it, when shit goes bad, what do they say? Well, what do you expect? What do you expect right. was going to happen? Right. You know, and but no, to your point, that's where, and again, I, me and, and I want to have my buddy Nick Rouse on and Sid Bavard and, and all these are Newport people. And this is the kind of stuff we talk about. Everybody knows the failures or the drug addicts out of Newport, but ain't nobody talking about the CEOs of Kroger. Right. My buddy Nick Rouse, his wife Tara, I think it's Kroger. Sorry if I'm wrong on that, but she's something where right. she's highly successful, you know, and Nick Rice, principal, my buddy Matthew Atkins, principal, all came from Newport, you know. Correct. Cal, so what, what do you got? Because I mentioned you kind of came up in both worlds. I did, but my, I mean, I would say my parents worked very hard. We weren't the richest people. I can remember going to White Castles for cheeseburgers and um, spaghetti a lot. And I can also remember my dad as a police officer working his ass off, and I can remember on Christmas Day waking up and not being able to open the presents because Dad was still working because right. he had worked 12-hour shifts, and he would come home for a 20-minute break, watch us open presents, and then go back to work. So, you know, my we grew up, this family had one car, and so, no, I think there's a lot of similarities there, and, you know. But, and then another thing, and I, I know I've told you this. I love to have your dad on, but I don't think he'd do it. But like it was kind of, it was kind of the norm. And I mentioned your dad, and I'm going to give the Pangalos a drop here. And I'm sure there's a bunch of others, probably the Browns and the Greens from Newport. Um, you know, my family was kind of big in terms of my dad's side. But like, how many people, like your dad? And I always forget this. I should know by now. How many brothers? What do you have? Ten brothers and sisters. Yeah. So your dad had ten brothers and sisters. I know the Pangalos had a shitload. I know the Zimmermans. You know, like, isn't it weird? And I say that, like, you look at this, those families I named, and yeah, everybody has their turds in their families, right? But, like, for the most part, people that grew up in these seven, eight, nine, ten shotgun houses in Newport, you know, and, everybody like... Everybody did all right. Yeah, cause they I, cause, grew up in the projects. Right, yeah, yeah, and for those of you, I mean, the people that know Kelly's dad knows that, like, his dad and they, they, they were on the projects, you know, right. in the My projects. My grandpa was the maintenance man for yeah. the projects. Yeah. And, um, but no, but it's just. My it's, grandmother at one point, I think had like 52 grandkids. Yeah, something great. And then there was lots of great and great, great now. And it's a very big family. But like, it's just, you know, you talk about those families. 
and like you know i joke with kelly's dad because like even noticing the podcast i'll just bring it up to hear what he has to say and i was like shit boy you know, we didn't have 13 seats at the house. You know, like, you, you might be sitting on the arm of the couch eating. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you didn't have some some big-ass, like, castle 20-person table. Yeah, that's the thing when you think about those, you know, families that grew up with all those people. And then they lived in this little Cape Cod in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And you're like, you know, bunk beds are everywhere and, well, and things like that. But uh, back to your conversation uh, about talking about your buddies from Newport, you know, one thing that, you know, and you made a comment when um, David Foster was on, you know, Matt grew up in Edgewood and, you know, he didn't see many problems, <laughs> but it was kind of funny. Uh, we had a coach when I went to Dixie, he was from Bellevue and he was, he's crazy like you. He, he just was, he was nuts. Yeah. And uh, I remember when we were playing you guys, I think, and he was like, I, I, I'm just not, I'm not going to tell you what they think about you. <laughs> And, you know, we're all sitting there, you know, we're in the locker room before the game. He's like, they think you're rich bitches. That's what they think. And we're like, really? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And you're just like, eh, I mean, wasn't that bad, I guess. Right, right yeah. <laughs> now you're right, man. It's, it is, man. And, and that's why, I, and it's not because we're doing this show. And, and you know, those of you who see me post my stuff, I, 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 as much as I can, I try and help them out with their school. Like in terms of DJing, I'm sorry, you're supposed to know what I'm thinking. So with my DJing, you know, as much as I can, I try and help them out. Obviously, the main thing is dates. If I'm available, I'm always down there for them, and you know, I, I, I treat them right, if you will. Um, but there are parts of me where I do say, man, I wish I could do more. Like for example, I've always had this in my head: if I was this highly successful. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give some shout-out here. It's like a movie. We're going to have them flashbacks. Uh, Jack Patterson, one of the best dudes ever, which, by the way, I'd, I'd love to have him on here. But I'll never forget, he brought in Cutter, Cutter Construction, right? Builds, you know, he was one of the first one to build these million-dollar homes up here on Kroger. Now, he had he was building homes forever, but, you know, all of a sudden, when he tore that down and started building these big houses, you see these Cutter signs. So credit to Jack Patterson. What do you do? Call an assembly for the seniors, brought Cutter in, he, he he went through these same doors like y'all did. You know, you talk about like reaching wow. a kid. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, so Cutter came in, you know, and just, just spoke, you know. And again, that's very generic. I was, I, where you're sitting, I was, whatever, 30 years or 20, whatever it was. Right. Um, And, you know, just, just set a story. And, and that's the one thing, and I know it sounds corny and dumb, but when you see like these athletes, even though a lot of it is just for pictures and videos, but – when those athletes who do struggle do these boys club things for NBA or NFL, whatever, there is a relation there, you know, whether they show it or not. Right. Yes. Even though it, it looks good and they're signing and, and they're on the front page for being Johnny good guy. Excuse me. There is definitely a relation there, a relationship there. But again, I, I said that now I'm, I'm being selfish because my dad and Cutter and them were similar in age. So I knew of Cutter. But again, it's different, you know, so it's cool. Like when he came in, oh, I know that guy, you know, like, hey, what's up, it's Carter, what's up, man? Like, because you know him, but then he's just telling, you know, anyway. But um, but like I said, that's just a side note there. But it, that's just one thing that Mr. Patterson did to your point, like about when you asked, do you like being there? So there's nothing better than, uh, like you mentioned earlier, relationship or, or feeling um, a relationship and somebody coming from the same place you did. You know, and please, somebody correct me. I don't think Cutter grew up. You know, with the silver spoon, I don't think he did. I, I think they kind of had to work for it a little right. bit, you know. Right. But uh, but anyway, 
I mean, I don't know if I answered all that kind of long-winded or not, but, but yeah. I thought you did well. Thanks, Coach. So, uh, yeah, just back to my point <laughs> is that the people from Newport are so proud of their city, and that's awesome. And I think it goes back to the the lower end of it, right. whereas it's kind of funny when you get out into those cities where there's you know everybody's doing okay they'd rather stab each other in the back right it's kind of nuts isn't it it's so funny you say that man and like you said if you got to take that man take it but uh emergency yeah uh the the bat phone's calling but um i think to matt's point though about what he's talking about and i don't want to mention cities because god i've already had people pissed off as it is but um but in certain cities though i think everybody thinks it's all glamour and everything's great um but how many times, you know, and I, I use this word jokingly, but people say like the realest person is, you know, kind of like your Newport Covington kind of people, you know, people who you grew up with through the struggles, right? Just think about it. If you're a bunch of um, well-off kids, if you will, and everything's good, what experiences do you have? Besides good experiences, and that's good. I don't mean that in a negative way, but, you know, the bad experiences, I think you bond more. Is that a good answer or not, Kel? Yeah. I always go back to, like, what Matt was saying, the relationships, though. Like, back when you grew up, when you grew up, my dad was growing up, or I was growing up, everybody knew everybody. It was more of a family atmosphere. Like, even just the law enforcement world. Like, all those guys down there that went through the department with my dad, like, they were like my second dad. You know, we were always doing parties together and events, and I knew... I'll be damned if I get in trouble in Newport because my dad's going to get the phone call. Right. Um, and I think that that was a big difference in Newport from back then till now. Um, I think just people were involved more and you had more parent involvement. And I think that's just in the world today, not even just with Newport, with schools in general. I think you lack parent involvement, whether parents are working, I don't know whether they're not involved, but I think that's, you know, it all, all leads back to relationships. But, yeah, I'm going to give a shout-out to my man Rankins. For those of you that don't know him, he's a taller black fella. He referees. Um, he, he does a lot of, like, AAU ball and stuff. Ball he, game. No, nah, that's not Wrong him, guy. Man. That's the wrong guy, though, but that's a good <laughs> Still one. Still one of my favorite guys. Oh, is, uh, he's talking about Mr. Raymond Lightfoot. Uh, he's, an, he's an official I met a couple years ago. But I'm talking about Rankins. Um, I say he officiates a bunch of AAU Tall fella, always wears a uh, like a sweatband when he officiates, and he talks a lot. You know, uh, he'll be like, you know, hands you? Oh, no, he does, he does a good Born job. You. Uh, uh, it's close. <laughs> but him and I had a conversation. It was one of them deals, and I'm going back here uh, next to Boone County. It was called uh, Sports of All Sorts, I think. Yes, sir. Okay. So it was when Dave Brock, who, who, who had a heart attack on us and couldn't come on for the <laughs> Beverly Hills show, and I still haven't heard back from him. But – uh. And that's a joke, by the way, because he bailed on us, said he wasn't feeling well. But uh, I'll never forget, Dave was getting officials out there for some AAU stuff, and I haven't seen Rankins in a long time. You know, hey, Roach, what's up, baby? You know, came up, and we hug it out, and how you been, blah, blah, blah. You got to think, he's about 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. He's leaning down to talk to me. And we were in between games, and you know, how's the family, this, that, and the other? And he brought up to what, you're, what Kelly had mentioned. Um, he was like, man, you know, and, and, and I say this respectfully, 
and, and it's funny, right? Because I'm not a big comedian. If I say this, people are probably going to take it the wrong way. But like we said earlier, Chappelle says it. It's funny. Right. It's just, and, and I say this respectfully. Anybody gets mad, call me. We'll talk about it. Is the way he talks as a black person, as an older black person, to me, I I take that with so much emotion and respect. And I look up to this guy. You know, he didn't talk to me like, Hey, Roach, how you doing? He's like, what's up, Roach, baby? How's the, fa-? you know, as if we went to school together. And this guy's right. 20 years older than I am. Right. But, and what he had brought up was my grandma, Billy, who w- lived in the projects, who was like on the board and like, you know, she'd be the one, funny story here. So w- we would donate clothes to the Brighton Street, right? Who else in Northern Kentucky, more or less Newport, has Florida State clothes? This guy. <laughs> Whose grandma brought them the same shit back <laughs> that we donated? My grandma did. <laughs> hey, I got you some Florida State stuff. And it was the shit we donated. <laughs> but anyway, I say that because that's what she did. And, and I say that not to brag on my grandma, but she was. She was her and others. You know, God knows there was others. But, you know, she take the shit from the Brighton Street Center. She was the one. Because uh, on Isabella, it went straight down past Big Daddy's. And my grandma lived where, the, where it met the flood wall, which is now going to be some concert arena. But she had the cart that they stole from the old... Um, Oh, not your thriftway that you that's now a right. construction store right there. Right. So she had the cart with Isn't all that the cl- a casino now. Isn't that where the casino is? No, no, the, 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 that's up here in the Newport Shopping Center. Oh, yeah, is it? Surplus yeah, yeah, it's a builder okay. surplus. Gotcha. Yeah, I thought yeah. that's where that casino no, no, was. Sorry, no, no, threw you off. No, 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 no you're squirrel. squirrel. Get him, Duke. But no, <laughs> it, 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 it's a, that casino's He's up dumb. here by Walgreens. He's Duke's dumb. So, um, but uh, 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 oh yeah. So my grandma was the one who would leave. The Brighton Street Center with that Kroger or Thriftway cart full of clothes to take down the project to pass out. Right. And, and, and I say that, so back to Rankins, he was like, you know, we're just talking, man, like what we're literally what we're talking about now, just relationships and, and, and I hate this word because people say it like slang, like the hatred and why people hate or whatever. And he was like, Roach, think about it. Back in the day, Miss Billy, if you were, you know, because, you know, the 4th Street Bridge, you had the projects on both sides of it. Okay, so you you had right. depending on what people called it geographically, the east side was to the right of Four Street Bridge because obviously it's the east, and the left would be the west side. So if you're coming across, Co- from yeah, it's Covington coming from, from on the right. No, if we're, yeah, from Newport to Covington because you know north is to your right. Got so it. they would be the north or east side or the south or west side. But anyway, he was like Roach. You know, back in the day, Miss Billy, if you were over on the west side or south side, whatever you want, whatever people called it, you know, if you got in trouble. By the time you walked home, somebody done caught her. You know, you, she done knew. <laughs> or, or they called your mom and dad. Hey, you know, Roach down here throwing rocks. You know, and, and you walked in, you got your ass whooped, and, and that was a wrap. You cried yourself to sleep. You woke up, it was time to eat dinner. That's just what it was. But his point is, and to what Kelly was saying, and why well, well, you had to take that call, kind of what she was getting to is, you know, now if I call you and say, hey, Matt, Emma's back here cussing. Don't you tell me what my, don't tell me about my kids doing. Who are you? Right. Whereas back then was, oh, really? Ass whooping or soap in the mouth. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. it is what, and, and again, black to his, back to his his lingo and maybe his terminology, whatever. But he was like, Roach, we, we, we sheltered each other, baby. We sheltered each other. And again, that's him talking to me as a black guy. But I knew what he meant. I'm like, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. We don't look out for each other. You know, and, and I say that 100% respectfully. It's just it's funny 
because I didn't have kids at that time. You right. know, I'm hell. How long has sports of all sorts been gone? You know, a long time. Yeah. So like, it was just funny. A, it was it was a moment that I haven't seen this fellow in a long time, and we got in conversation on the same page of shit and talked as if we talked once a week and had lunch together. Yeah, it goes back to what I just said before. I took the call. Yeah. I mean, when you get out in some of these other edge cities, is what they call them now, is they'd rather eat their own. Right. Yeah. Than, yeah. Like than, you said. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right, yeah, they, it's it's nuts. I mean, we can edit this if if we want, but I'm gonna go here. Like Zeke Pike, <coughs> I mean, he was probably the best thing that ever came through Dixie. Did he have some challenges? Yes, and we don't know what his challenges were. Right, but everybody on social media wanted to watch that kid fail. Right now, if he came through Newport, how do you think that would have went? Oh man, they had a parade, had a street named after him. Ain't crazy? Yeah. No, I mean, right. his little brother went to Co- Covington Catholic. Right. Knowing his dad, who coached me, you'd have never thought that that right. would have happened. No, you're right. They ran him out of town. <coughs> he had challenges. Right. You, nobody knows what people's challenges are and what's going on. Well, and that's and, just crazy to me. Right. And then going back to to my uh, one-on-one with Pomp episode, remember what I said? You know, when you fail, all the haters show up, like Chip says. Everybody's there. Right. But when you do well... They'll like it, maybe, and move on. But when you fail, they're, they're, they're going to leave you They're gonna leave you three paragraphs. <laughs> Kel, you all right? All right, man. Get you something to drink. <laughs> hey, I told y'all, man. And listen, please, y'all listening, write Kelly a letter, Facebook, email, uh, text her. She's had that call for about five years now. And look, I... Does she do that all night while she's sleeping? It's weird. What, what time is it? Well, you it's work eight, third. You right, work right. third. Yeah, no, but but it's weird. It, it will come for like a five, ten minute spurt, and then it goes away. Right. So, uh, good night. People's really going to think we're drunk, and, and we, I promise you, we we ain't. Um, but we're jumping around here. So that cough, so like she's been once and had it scoped and and, and blood and ev- blood drawn and everything else. So y'all hear that, she's by the way. She's upstairs. <laughs> that, that, that's not a sound effect. But like she... And I'm like, hey, man, we got insurance. Like, go get a different opinion. <laughs> like, right. it's not normal for people to cough like that for no reason. <sighs> Good night. Still going. We might have to shut this down and edit it and pick it back up. <laughs> but no, nah, man. But no. Nah, and, and, and first off, I, I appreciate you saying that. Um, you know, uh, not saying you're saying to cover anything up or, or we were going down a bad road or something. But no, you're right, man. Most all of my people. It's like when we moved up here in the bubble, and and I jokingly, I think I might have said this on another episode. I told Morgan and Zach, now nah, I mean, y- y'all were born in Newport because you were. You were born on Joyce Avenue in Newport. Right. You weren't born in Fort Thomas. Right. So when people ask you where you're from, you say Newport. <laughs> 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 and, and again, yeah. I say I say that jokingly. Kelly says no. Yeah, it is because she's from Newport too. Um, yeah. But uh, but uh, but she uh, ain't owning it. I know. <laughs> You're taking my point away, Kelly. Right. The whole but show. it's not the truth. Like you were born in Newport. Me, yes. I grew oh. up in Newport. Oh, so did Morgan gotcha. and Zach. They were born in Newport. They were born. <laughs> Technically. No, they were born at well, everybody, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, no nah, man. Newport. My kids are from Newport. <laughs> um I don't know if this show's going anywhere, but I feel like it's going pretty good. Oh, hey, considering we had uh, no guests. Zero. And Maddie Ice showed up just because we had uh, this time slot open. And we sat here. It was funny. It was, was it 652? 
I said, look, coach, we're going to come up till 7 o'clock. If we don't get nothing, <laughs> we'll just have some drinks and call tonight. Kids just got out of the hot tub. Kids are in the hot tub. It's 821. We're about 55 minutes in. Good. Look at us. Close. I mean, not, not even going to get in trouble by the wives tonight. That's right. Hey, just so y'all know, uh, during the week, and if the kids have an early game, uh, Ke- Kelly gave us a 9 o'clock curfew during the week. So, <coughs> man, y'all hear that? Please. Sorry. Please. Hey, uh, uh, I'm going to give a shout out to my buddy Jason Reineke. What was that? Uh, Save Ferris shirt. You get Kelly a, a Save Kelly shirt from Ferris Bueller to get that call fixed. At least go get another opinion. I already told him how you went once. And I'm like, go, go get another opinion. Go, go to Where'd somebody you go? else. The e and, was it ENT? Ears, yeah, nose, so I throat. went to first St. Elizabeth. Nah, go across the river. Then I went to ENT. First I went to my primary doctor. Then St. Elizabeth. And then ENT. So really three. Maybe it's just a nervous tick. Like, and again. And again. And again. No, they gave me some story what it was. <laughs> Rainy. Hmm? <coughs> Money. Never gets old. But uh I think I've done much better on, on my ticks tonight, man. No, you were slow on your on your solo the other night. You I were tried. slow. I was trying. Uh, you hit a couple, but yeah. uh you've been pretty slow tonight as well. Doing good. Yeah, well I appreciate it, man. I'm trying. My Doing whole point good. my whole point is y'all know I love Joe Rogan and Joey Diaz. I know this is our fourteenth episode, but like Joe Rogan says, man, I sound like shit. Go listen to my first first year or two of episodes. <laughs> well, and, and like I'm not I saying I'm him, but before we went live or before we went on tonight, you know, I was talking to my buddy. He's listened to every episode, and I was like, "You listen to Pomp Go Live or Go By Yourself?" And he was like, "Yeah, a little bit." And I was like, "You know how hard it is to sit and talk to yourself? Like right. that's hard." I mean, right. you could probably. I mean, you did. Right. You, you pulled it off for about 55 minutes, but right. you were all over the board. But that was a good show. Dad said, a good show. Dad said, baby, you talk to yourself all you want. You answer yourself, you got fucking problems. Hey, they say it's healthy. They <laughs> right. say it's healthy right, right, to right, do right. that. When when uh, Emma was younger, I used to, you know, when I first started doing the job that I was doing, I used to always, you know, meetings, going in for meetings before the Newport girl. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. You know, pre- preparing for those. I'd be driving down the road, and she'd be like three, and she'd be like, stop talking to yourself right. <laughs> hey, you I, have no idea i'm gonna get my ass chewed out tomorrow right. <laughs> I, I love it even now when i'm in the car like if the kids are in the back and i got the headphones on and especially like you said when they were younger in the car seat i guess they can either see me or see me through the rearview mirror and they're like who are you talking to i'm like nothing <laughs> <laughs> nothing i'm talking to myself but like but by the way like how 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 uh normal was that now who are you talking to? I'm just talking to myself. <laughs> I mean, 50 years ago, they put you in a jacket and put you in a hole. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm just talking to myself. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> like like you said, just don't answer. Right. And don't you, answer. Yeah. But it's funny. But now, nah, man, Kel, you got anything? Because we're closing in on about an hour here. Nothing. You, you don't give Been a shout quiet. out? Did, do we not want to shout out? Uh for all the work you guys were doing out there for the with the food deliveries and stuff, I mean, I'll plug it if you're too humble to. I will. The, the, the weather's kind of pooped all over it, huh? Yeah, it's kind of been shitty. Well, then, well, won't you just take a minute or two to explain that? Because being selfish, because it is my wife, but her and Cassie, and please name drop whoever else helps out with this thing. If even Cassie does, I just kind of threw her name in there. I know you work with her, but yeah, go ahead. So it came from Columbus, um, farmers to families reached out to us wanting to partner and initially it was just brought to our attention of providing a space and advertising and 
So we did that. We got the local um, bridge church out in Alexandria. They loaned us their lot and said we could use that. And so um, basically there's two truckloads that come down, 2,500 boxes of food um, every Wednesday from 3 to 7, and we just give it to anybody. There's no ID or anything that, you know, we look at. We just hand it out to whoever comes out there. So it was really from farmers to families, and we just kind of organized it. Um, But the first week that we came, or that they came, they were supposed to, I think we were supposed to start the event at three and people were lined up at two. Um, and Scott Davenport, one of our officers was there and it was nuts. Everybody was everywhere in the parking lot. So, um, he did an excellent job and really, I think there ended up being six officers out there basically handing out food cause they only had four women and three of the women were 15 years older than me. So I couldn't imagine them lifting each box and loading each vehicle because, I think the boxes were 35 pounds each. So, no, it was a great event. Um, Unfortunately, we ran out of food the first day. Um, And then the second and third week, unfortunately, because of bad weather, we we had to cancel it. So so, um, you're probably going to get mad here, but um, I'm going to tell the listeners here, would you say they weigh 35 pounds a box? Yes. Is that what you said? So y'all ever seen the family guy, <coughs> the old guy with the dog and the dog's legs dragging behind him? That's what Kelly looked like that oh, next day. That was painful. So you got to think, and I say this not picking at Kelly, she ain't doing many squats or deadlifts or cleans or nothing like that. So she, what would you say y'all did like 24,000 pounds or something crazy? 88,000. Uh, 88. Uh, where's all my fact checkers at on that <laughs> one? I mean, I'm just trying to, look at, trying to think the math, 35 uh, into 88,000. Um, but, uh, by the way, boom, shout out to boom. He so just, he just called are, me. I put him on mute. Oh, go ahead. Are people that <coughs> need that taking advantage of it? Yes. I um, mean, you said there's no, there's no ID check and there's, there's, there's always that guy. There is. And here's the thing that I say, if they're coming through the line and they're saying they need it, give it to them. They may not, but right. I mean, shoot! I think there's times that me and Tony could say like A government cheese, fam. It would, <laughs> and it's. I mean, it's good stuff. No, it is. It's good stuff. You they know, stuff. Tony's like, got three or four boxes. Hey, why all of a sudden y'all think we've been eating at home? No, oh. it, it was a gallon of milk. By the way, Cassa owes me two boxes of ziti. Ooh, she mad. It was a gallon of milk, um, meatballs, mets. A sack of potatoes. Cheese. That had a, it did have that big old government block of cheese. It yeah. wasn't, but it was like rectangular. It was like it was like old school. Right. Cottage cheese, yogurt, apples. Well, listen, hey, I'm gonna throw the, I'm gonna throw this disclaimer in there now. And this is this is Pomp being dead serious. Y'all know about jokes and shit. But when Kelly posts that stuff, and obviously, you know, everyone shares it, don't be humble, man. If you need some food, man, get your ass out there and get some food. Because um, this COVID shit, it, it's for real in terms of uh, what it is and how it's impacting uh, people's work and not working and whatever it may be. And I, I, I don't uh, know how to say this, but I just know for a fact that there's um, people that need it, man. And, and don't be humble, man. Shit's there. Because if not, guess what? It's going to sit there. Good thing it's 30 degrees outside. Because right. I, I think they said, what well, they say? It's good for about five days. 
ish because it is so cold. But y'all wait around too long and the shit comes in the spring and summer, it'll be there for a day and it's going to be rotted. Yeah, no, that's a fair point. Yeah. Times can be certainly rough. Yeah. No matter who you are. And like there was. Thanks for shitting on me, Pom. <laughs> no, but no, but no, there are people come out there. They'll take that shit, put it on a Facebook yard sale. I was trying to Got get that address. <laughs> the Bridge Church on twenty seven. No, it's funny you say that because somebody called out a pickup truck on Facebook that they came and you know picked up X amount of boxes, and that guy read the message and was like, "Yeah, but what you don't know is I took it to a trailer park in Falmouth." And physically right. delivered it to everybody out there. And so, that's what's hard. Uh, hey, right. hey, coach, let's go back to an hour ago. How words are, are deceptively, look at me, coach. Matt Young will be proud right now. You all right? <laughs> Pulling these words out my ass. You all right? First off, did he even use that right? This, so, but what no, happened? I blacked out. <laughs> right. What, what happened was, but no, but like like to that, like she had said, you know, whether it's people using words to, to benefit them one way or the other, here this dude is picking shit up and he's going to help people. Right. You know, which, by the way, um, never mind. We're good. We're good. Sorry. Go ahead. I had had a squirrel up on a telephone pole. It's good. (laughs) He left. (laughs) He left. I had to tell you a funny story about, again, back to my buddy Jeremy. Because he listens to all these. Did you hear that again? Did you hear that (laughs) again? Did I? Yeah, he said. Sound check. Oh, I I ain't on the right pad, but go ahead. No, you're good. Back to my buddy Jeremy, because he listens to all these. He was like, why does he always say squirrel? So I had to break it down for him, yeah. you know, because he has ADD so bad that it's Squirrel's like a squirrel went by. Hey, he you, said, I think I like that saying now. What is the <laughs> other thing that everyone... Which, by the way, you got some uh, jerky, um, deer jerky on the way. Oh, yeah. At did? some point before he left you hanging. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate it, buddy. I think. Yeah, he did. So here's the story. That's and, a pretty good one, too. And I'm terrible. Well, what's his wife's name? Bree. Okay, Bree, Bree. She only took the picture, but Bro, it's well, right. well, no, it's no, right. I'm sorry. I'm ter- hey, pretty see, good picture too. Hey, did you see that thing I posted today? When somebody nah, tells I'm me, off. oh, that's right, I this, quit Facebook. Yeah, just so y'all know, it's Matt, negative. Matt, Matty Ice deleted his Facebook app. He, he he's on mute for a while. He's trying to, you know, <coughs> play catch up, which which is good for him. But uh, so Bree is the one that did our cover photo for our podcast, and her husband is Jeremy. Jeremy. Yeah. So the story with that is we're out there. She's taking our picture, and, and again, thank you for her, and I, I am going to put her on the spot. We've offered her this and that and nothing, so maybe we just got to give her, like, I don't know, something, $50 gift card or something like that or whatever. Um, so we're out there, and she's doing all the editing. We're telling her, like, hey, you know, we kind of want this kind of sit down. With see like, how he says we. Yeah, did you see that? He means He's we isn't me. Hey, hey. No, no, no. He meant me this time. <laughs> hey, I was trying to flip it so the listeners are like, man, look, he's a good guy, man. Look, look at him bringing, bringing Matt along with him. <laughs> so um, so we're sitting there, and, and Breeze, you know, we're telling her this, that, background, black, and this, that, or the other. Old boy pulls out this big old Ziploc bag of about these quarter-inch thick, <laughs> logs of uh elk jerky or something deer jerky yeah it it was something that looked really really good so (laughs) i'm gonna give you all this kind of analogy just think you're sitting like a a a a dining room table or a six-person table pops in the middle matt's to my left jeremy's to my right he stands up and opens the bag and obviously i didn't put my hand out because i've been really awkward and bad and i definitely would have put him on the spot but he reached right over me and gave Matt the bag. Matt took a piece out, and Matt gave Jeremy the bag back. 
That son of a bitch rolled it up and zipped it and put it up. <laughs> <laughs> he, he didn't say, hey, man, you want any? So as soon as we left, I told Matt. Can you believe Kelly? Because I've told this story to Cassa, Doug. They're like, I can't believe he didn't say something right on the spot. He went well, hey, rolling surprising. down the road in the Jeep, and he's like, I like jerky, too. You might want to tell your fucking friend. <laughs> yeah, you tell your boy I like, like, hey, I didn't say nothing, man, because we didn't have that picture yet, Coach. She, she, didn't, <laughs> she, she, she didn't email us to finish It wasn't approved. Yet. It wasn't now, approved. Yeah, she gave us a couple uh, options, so it wasn't finalized yet. But, yeah, we got in the Jeep, and, I, you know, they, they live back in a little subdivision, so I put in the address to get out of there. And I said, Matt, I said, tell your boy, I, I like beef jerky. <laughs> I like it too, man. But yeah, now nah, it looked good, man. It um, it was good. Yeah. It was but good. Nah, but wish nah, I tell you. I wish, wish you knew. It yeah, well, well, hopefully I'll know uh, by Sunday. Um, and it's again, coming FedEx. Oh, good. Oh, really? Fuck UPS. Oh, that's oh, that's fine. I don't care. <laughs> I, I thought they was really shipping it. Just kidding. Which, uh, just to give y'all a little heads up, today is uh, Wednesday, which by the way, Kelly, we got to take the, um, we got to take the, uh, Garbage out tonight. It's Thursday. Um, um, oh, sorry. That's my job. Test job. Oh, I just got a text. Sorry. Um, kind of hard pouring it out in that snow. Yeah, it is. It drags. Um, but um, what were we talking about? The jerky. The, the jerky. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So, so Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. So as of right now, today's Wednesday. Um, Sunday. And again, at this time, doesn't matter to you guys, but it'll be up Sunday evening, hopefully um we have joe barnes keith Haichu, and adam barnes are coming and um last text we had the misses were coming as well hopefully the girls are going to hang out and drink a little bit and maybe throw in some stories or whatnot but um i ain't gonna lie i'm kind of excited um i obviously wasn't there when it started just because he's he and they are older than me but i got to be a part of that nasty boys deal and uh you know i Plan on a two-parter or a good. Are they still going? Are they still? This is their thirtieth year, coach. It's unreal. Yeah, it's unreal. See, hey, hey, how about that? How about the other hosts of the show? I posted Nasty Boy celebrating thirty years this year, and he asking me, "Are they still going?" Hey, spring's around the corner, (laughs) right? (laughs) Could have been last year, right? Now you're right, but now, but it is now. This is their thirtieth year, and um, you know, and I'm going back in my men's softball memory bank. Besides maybe declare insurance, I mean, I just can't think of many teams that have been around 30 years. That's, I mean, that's just nuts. You would know more than I would. Right, I mean. And, slow right, pitch right. world's not my life. Right, right, right. No, you're right. But I'm going to say even for the listeners right now, I mean, I mean, if they can just, I mean, again, I'm sure older people could probably think of a couple because I think back then people were more loyal, you know what I'm saying, and, and teams stayed around together right. longer. Right. But, um. But it, I, I guess that's the thing. In today's era, for Joe to have a team for 30 years is unbelievable. Yeah. And again, and that's anything. I mean, talk about our select <laughs> softball. I mean, obviously. But even, but even just like the brand, the name, you know. But anyway, just giving y'all a heads up. That's going to happen Sunday. And um, yeah, so we'll see how that goes. Sunday. Sunday. That's Sunday. Right. Sunday. Kelly don't like it. Sunday. Sunday. Um, it's a mixture. That it, man? Could, you got could anything? be country, could be... Inner city. Right. You got anything, Kyle? That's it. Oh, We're yeah. shutting down? Uh, we can keep going. What do you got, coach? I don't know. Um, you know what? Oh, hell, hey, let's flip the script here. Oh, excuse <laughs> me. 
Here he uh, goes. He <laughs> likes to make people uncomfortable, and I know it's coming. Yeah. I've known so, him for about five years now. So You've uh, known him way longer. So even though we had our Meet the Host deal, uh, let's talk about uh, Matt Buford. You mentioned uh, wasn't the worst but wasn't the best and vice versa. Yeah, I mean, it, it was, like I said, when we did the Meet the Host, I was fortunate to come along at the end of the train. You know, there were six of us. Um, my dad didn't do the best job of being a father. Um, I don't know what his challenges were, but certainly had some kind of checked out. Um, so I kind of used my older three siblings as parental fear, uh, figures because my mom was working three, four five jobs and, um, we made it. You know, we, we did all right. You know, I, I, I look at, you know, my sister was more like a motherly figure. Not that I don't love my mom to death, but she was just busy, right. you know. And, you know, my brother, uh, you know, Paul and, and, and Bobby. Bobby was a wild man. He, you know, he passed away a couple of years ago. But, uh, and then there was, you know, that seven-year break I talked about. And, uh you know, it was Doug, which is the older of the second three, and then my brother Andy, and then me. And, uh, you know, I was a baby, so I was spoiled, you know, by all of them, you know. And, uh, you know, we we handled, you know, we, you know, I guess I kind of shit on, you know, the outer cities, but, you know, we had neighbors that, you know, took care of us, you know, in Christmas time and, you know, dropped, dropped things off and, and made sure that we had – you know, at least my mom had gifts for us and and, and things like that. So, um, you know, I, I guess um, put me on it, didn't you? <laughs> so, no. you know, my 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 dad, he he kind of fucked me up because he wasn't ever there. And you know, whenever my mom and dad decided to officially separate, which I don't even know when that actually was, but he would have weekend visits. I don't know what it was, whether he didn't have the money to do anything with us or he just didn't want to be with us. But, you know, I'd sit in the window and wait right. and just didn't show up. And, you know, that messed me up into my 20s because I never really <coughs> believe anything anyone said. Right, like you know you're kind I mean? of expecting failure. Right, yeah. you know, and it's kind of weird, you know, and even into, I guess I say my 20s, but even into my professional career, you know, I met a great guy that works for the same organization, or I still, same organization I still work with, and he's like, you know, I'm, I'm, you know you're doing a great job, and I'm going to get you this promotion and whatever, and I just always thought, yeah, whatever, you know what right. I mean? And I just didn't believe him, you know what I mean? Because that's just kind of, how I thought, you know, you're full of shit. I don't believe you. You know what I mean? So yeah. just kind of, I don't know. Well, no, but but to your point, let's circle back to when you asked me about that. And, and, and I talked about the people. And again, guys, this isn't negative. This is complimenting the people who were fortunate or privileged or whatever word you want to use to grow up where everything was just kind of good. But like you said, our similar situations is – um and I think you might be on the call with Rachel when I was telling Kelly, whereas those well-off kids, and, and, and what I had said earlier was like Newport and Covington, in my opinion, growing up in this area, um, 
it's almost like there's more of a brotherhood there. Like you said, these other cities kind of, they'll backstab each other in a fucking heartbeat. They don't <laughs> think cut twice. You out, right? Whereas like, and I said, the most realist people are your Newport and Covington kind of people. Right. Because, like you said, that that failure, let's just say you, you experienced or I experienced, my other buddies probably experienced it too. And we didn't talk about it because we're just some dumb 12-year-old kids and we're wanting right. to play Nintendo or Sega. But, uh, but like, it was that bond, right? So like your buddy called you, him, hey, and what are you doing? Nothing, let's go. And then you didn't probably know it, but he just wanted to leave the house. Uh, Mom and dad probably just got in a fight. Uh, right. Dad probably is drunk and passed it on the bed or something. Whatever right. the situation may be. Or dad didn't come home. Hell, right. I don't know. But like to your point, though, that expecting disappointment and failure, that's the thing I don't think a lot of people get. And that's where, and again, going back <laughs> to where when me and Kelly would kind of go, and not back and forth, but just to, Give Morgan and Zach everything they want. You know, you got the new iPad, you got right. the new AirPods, you got the new this. Well, and, I think we and do, it's hard. We it's we, hard. <clears throat> we do that from you know when I say not a shot at you, Kelly, but from from you and I, we do that because that's not what we had. You know what I mean? Right. You know, and again, it's like, not that I missed out on anything and I didn't miss out on right. anything, and it's not a shot at anybody. But you know, there were hard times, and I and you know I always my siblings were just so big deal to me you know right. even doug who you know you knew before me you know we 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 went on hard times when i was older and right. he was working his nuts off and i wanted a playstation and he got that for me for christmas right and i yeah. was like 12 right like, yeah it didn't come from mom or dad it came from your brother couldn't yeah right right right, right. No, but no and, and like i said not to sound like we're excluding kelly here they ended up like what they say, the Jeffersons, they, they moved on up, you know, but I remember just from being around, and again, I don't want to say too much because I don't want to make any of them upset, but let's just say, you know, they started off like everybody else. They had a kid, and they struggled, and, and you know, we see the end result now, you know, right. because it's great, right? They're both retired. They're double dipping. They got other jobs. They're, they're traveling, going to Vegas whenever they want, you know, <laughs> like good for them. But like Kelly said... And it's kind of funny for those of you who haven't heard me say this. So my grandpa he was a Newport police officer, retired, and Kelly's dad came on with my grandpa. And this is back in the day, you know, when you drove around with two people, like it was common. Um, so our families, like I said, have always known each other. Commingled a little so bit. So that's kind of yeah. crazy. And then my mom bartended at the FOP Lodge, which used to be behind Dixie Chili, you know, according to her and, and maybe Kelly's mom, I don't want to speak for her, but apparently we were in there playing bowling or pool at some point when we were kids. But um, it's just always funny because not only that, her uncles, Steve and Dave Cunningham, were teachers down Newport. And her dad obviously would always detail Newport, you know, basketball games and football right. games. And, hey, Mr. Long, how you doing? Even new cat games. I always talk to him, but I always jokingly say, good thing that I'm a decent kid because could you imagine if I was some punk-ass kid, you know, and then here I am eight, nine years later right. at Christmases and Thanksgivings and, you know, basically I wasn't my uncle uh, convict, <laughs> you know, <laughs> who who they all thought I was. Convict Tony. Yeah. Was that his name? Well, yeah, convict, it, convict Tony. Well, no, it was just convict. convict. Just yeah, convict. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Convict. Yeah, my, my dad is... Again, not being a, bringing my dad up, but he gave everybody their nicknames, and it was his convict. It was his convict, and, and like that, literally, that was it. It was just everybody knew him as convict. He was convict. I was Roach. So was he like you on steroids? Who? Your dad. <laughs> um, depending on the mood, I guess. Right. You know, yeah. like I said, I, I I just remember. Again, we were young. 
being down at Softball City when Tony right. played, running around with Brandon and you, and you were a little dick, right? You know, back in the, you know, when Meet the Host thing, you were crazy, but I mean, you were nuts, you know? And right. this guy hit the ball seven miles up in the trees and he's yelling, get off me, ball. <laughs> right, right. He's like, hitting you know, squirrels, baby, <laughs> squirrel hunting, squirrel hunting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So just trying to, to picture that, but well, you know, well, from, that, from stories, you know, for the last five years, just listening right. to you talk about him, like you on steroids. Oh, I can't okay. imagine. <laughs> I can't imagine. Well, she'll tell you she was around me. <laughs> he was something else. Well, well, and like I, I think the story was awesome. But Sproles even said, first time he ever met him, he's up there watching me play. Comes up with smack Sproles in the head. Baby, baby, who, who's just cat in right field, baby? He's got to go. <laughs> got to go. And Sproles said three batters later, he made an error. Right. You know, like, but yeah, it was, well, that, and then to hear um, Rob, and again, I say Rob, because I think a lot of people have a lot of respect for Rob Coffey. Yeah. He played high-level softball. I'm not saying he's a fast pitch coach. This is a men's softball player. He he played very, very good. And when he made a comment, he was bigger than the game. You know, like, you don't hear that. And I know most of these listeners. Chip said that too, though. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Maybe, Chip I'm said sorry. That. Chip said that. Okay, it was Chip. Rob gave Dad a bunch right. of praise. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sorry, it was Chip to say that. And for Chip to say that, who's been around whomever, right? Pick uh, somebody. Yeah. University yeah. of Tennessee's right. girls' fast pitch coach right, talking right. to him in the box. Yeah, on the third right. base box and hoping he don't get hit by a foul ball. Right. Yeah. Um, but no, man, it is. Um, it's just. Uh, and I know you and I have talked about it a lot, and it's not that I don't appreciate the things that people say about Dad, but, and I know Matt's heard this before, but this is the thing that bothers me, and I'm going to jump around here from, like, Dad to Bobby Bowden. Like, that's why I was so glad to Florida State that they renamed the field Bobby Bowden Field while he was alive. And I'm not saying my dad needs anything. He didn't earn nothing to get nothing named after him. But like I've told Matt numerous times, and I get emotional, and I appreciate it anytime somebody brings up a dad story. Why didn't you tell him before September of 2012? Right. You know, why, why are you telling me now? And unfortunately, I think that happens no, no, Often it's just right, 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 just, right. But, but again, where people think I'm goofy because I show true emotion, <laughs> nah, brah, nah, you're good, right? Hey, you're normal, <laughs> yeah, right, you're normal. But no, but I, I do think that is, um, and again, I'm jokingly, but being serious, why people look at me kind of funny because I am so true, and I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but I'll tell you, just like when I see somebody who I haven't seen in a while, who's who's I can tell working out or losing weight. Hey man, you look good, man. Right. You want a gym? Right. Don't tell them when the motherfucker has a heart attack three years down the road. You know, don't don't tell them then. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey man, you look like shit. <laughs> you know. Yeah, um, it's funny you say that. You know, like before, you know, you and I were kind of where we are now. Doug obviously knew you, you know, weller than I do. Yeah. And he was like, "Oh, you're getting a hug." <laughs> <laughs> he's like you're getting a hug man that's just the way it is you're getting a hug and you're probably getting a picture that's just the way it is <laughs> well it's funny i'm gonna give a shout out to uh laura young here so um she, she's not a hugger at all so like when i hug her man she she straightens up like that's a how i want i got an older brother it. like that too I love it. yeah my so brother paul's like yeah if you ever nah, see the face no hugs yeah if you ever see the facebook thing i share it's like i'm not a hugger it's like a picture of a cactus <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna get laura that shirt but nah, man. Kel, you no got hugs. anything else, man? You gonna hug this thing out? You got anything? <laughs> hug it out. Kel, you, Kel, you want to get deep on anything? Or are you good? 
good. I don't uh, know. Maybe. Maybe he's closing it out. Maybe episode 16, because 15 is going to be the nasty 16. boys. You know what that call was about? Would have a 10 till 9, so I got to hey, go. We're good, Coach. Anyway. We got 10 minutes, man. We're right. good. That call was about, was uh, Rachel said, did you delete the wives episode? <laughs> what? So she's at the neighbor's house. I oh, guess I guess so they're listening to, she the, has listening to, to the wives. <laughs> what she has to do, she so. has to scroll down where it says see all episodes. Yeah. Because like, it only shows like right, a rookie. Yeah, rookie. I'm yeah. actually caught up right now. Yeah, she Are is. You? Look at you. You're a team player. She finished my gibberish today. Ra- Rachel's just not into the sports thing. She wants something different, and that's not why I'm pushing it. But no, no, no. no was, we all would, are. But I would, I would, I, you know, it's just where we go. It's our comfort zone, right? right. Well, so even but, when Justin comes on, even if he does, which I think damn, he will. Damn, hey, I see you letting the cat hey, on the back. Hey, nobody knows who he is. Oh, uh, what to say, Justin? Yeah. Right. Even when he comes on, I mean, I think there's more than sports than that, right? No, no, absolutely. But to your point, though. We tried to bring my buddy Dave Brock on about the Beverly Hills Supper Club. We tried to leave sports, right? In which I thought we did tonight. I thought I did the other night, but um, Dave pulling that BS on us, grabbing his chest like old boy from uh, uh, Mumford and Sons or whatever, <laughs> having a heart attack. Ain't no wrong with him. Uh, but no, nah, he'll joking. be all right. He'll yeah, be yeah, all right. Now we, I, I hope Dave does listen and we do have him on. But uh, but yeah, Cal, maybe uh, episode sixteen if you want to open up a little bit. Open up. 15's a nasty, boys. I'm That's open, it. but... I I'm mean, joking. No, I'm joking. Nah, I'm joking. Just giving you a hard time. We love you. We appreciate you being our guest tonight. I know. I see you bringing in the old righty, man. Hey, you were option C, but you're still an option. <laughs> <laughs> Hawaii, baby. He's a dick. Hawaii, 11 How do you live with kid. this guy? Which, by the way, Coach, that does kind of make sense. What is it? Like, you know, it's 9 o'clock. If you do the three-hour time difference, like, we're we're kicking off Hawaii you know, like if we were on the West Coast, right. I'm saying it'd be the East Coast time. But anyway, it's, it. it's Kel, the uh, it's paradise. You been? We're Hawaii. Not, yeah. uh we're the only ones that haven't been. Her Do uncle, it. who I mentioned earlier, they live over there. Everybody in the family's been besides us. What are you guys waiting for? Uh, Kelly we had these kids. kids. Softball. Uh, well, kids now it's softball. I'll watch them. <laughs> Rachel will. <laughs> Rachel will watch them. They right. act like pump. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Kel, you got anything? I don't think so. Matt? That's it? Yes. Yeah, Done. Yeah, we're going to shut down because we're probably going to have us a, a a cold water after we shut this thing down and we upload it and get it out. But um, That was a good show, man. No, nah, thank you. It was. Yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna Right edit, off the cuff. I'm not going to edit anything. Me yelling for the kids to shut up, Owen and Zach upstairs. I made a note, 29 minutes, but no, hey, right. no. it's fine. Hey, it's it's pe- part of our life. Hey, hey. Uh, and if Fro Meyer said, authentic, this is authentic, you're going to get me yelling at Owen and Zach to shut up. And you're Owen's gonna get not here. Oh, not oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Ava. <laughs> Ava. Well, I'm sorry. Ava and Zach Owen's upstairs. Guys, dude. Yeah. Hey, yeah, Rachel. Hey, 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 put some chapstick on that hey, thing. Hey, before we close it out, Jason, uh, goals, shoot for Duke's level. All right? <laughs> All right, man. Hey, listen, um, shout out to our sponsors. I'll put the links up here. We got Schultz Electric. Get with them, man. They came here and took care of a few things that we needed done. You know, easy peasy. And granted, I'm dumb. I can't change the light bulb. But we needed some more lights down here in the basement, and Schultz took care of us. And also precision heating and air. I told you all last summer our um, furnace air unit was dripping some water. We walked by it. We have a finished basement, and the carpet was like and uh we called uh called steel first uh he came up checked it out 
he was like, man, I'd rather not really want to get this deep in it. And then uh, we called Patrick, who is uh, Cassie's husband, who Kelly works with, Precision Heating and Air. They came. Like I told you on last episode, it took them longer to get the shit out of the van than it did to fit, to put that little pump in and, and run that uh, little tube so that way it drains in the drain. But uh, get with them for all your needs. Mention this podcast. Get 10% off. And I just want to thank them for helping us out. Like I told you all, man, we ain't making money. We're about $1,300, $1,400 in. They just gave us a donation. We're trying to get some of our money back. If we get more sponsors, we'll add a video, and you know we'll see where it goes. But uh, like I said, we ain't making money. If we get to the point where we're making money, hell, we'll donate it to some boys and girls club or something like that, or the bandit softball team or something. I don't know. <laughs> Better share that. <laughs> oh, the Hawks, too. <laughs> nah, I'm joking. But, hey, y'all have my word, man. We ain't making a penny off this. Um, I do think it would be cool to get a camera up. Just because, and with that being said, man, I know we're all struggling right now, but if, if you're one of the fortunate ones we talked about earlier in the show and you got some uh, gitas you like to spread out. We'll take it. We'll take it, man. Hey, every little bit helps. Uh, Kelly's brother told me you can get a 4K camera on Amazon right now for about a buck, a buck fifty. So that's all we need. I already got the YouTube channel. We ain't going to do no live videos because, as you can imagine, if we say something we shouldn't or we have a guest on that says something they shouldn't, I ain't going to hold nobody accountable for that, man. We're going to edit it and delete it. That's why, um, you know, some people ask about joining YouTube and doing a live show. Um, I'm not going to do that, man. Uh, and this is just a note for all of our guests. If anybody's wanting to come on, you have our word, man. We record it, and usually we'll give you an hour or two. We'll send you a message, or we'll wait till the next day, depending on what time we get finished. Hey, are you comfortable with everything? And if there's something that you don't want in there, we're going to take it out. And it's not that you're saying anything wrong. It's just sometimes you name drop or you say something and you're like, oh, shit, I probably shouldn't have said that. That's not fair to that person because he or she isn't here to defend themselves. But I'm sorry. I, I just went on another three-minute rant there, Coach. I was Good talker. This up. Good talker, man. Talk to an Indian. But uh, listen, man. Kelly, thanks for coming down. Matty Ice. For those of you interested in how the phone call goes on the way home from the wedding, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Kelly, sometimes we comfort you in, too, so we appreciate your time. Y'all have a good night. Hey, go like and subscribe. Hey, leave a review now. <laughs> <laughs>